Okay, listen here, fake ocean, bitch. Do you want us to listen or no? Bitch. We just sitting here, just looking at this dumbass. What the fuck is that? We ain't eat in three days, bitch. We just sit here. Ah, I can't. What do you want us to do? <sighs> I can't take this no more. I can't. What do you want us to fucking do? Bitch, stop. Stop it right now. This album better not be ass. I swear to God, if this album ass, bitch, I will never get in another ocean again. Frankly, I won't, bitch. I swear to God, this album better have Jesus on it. I better have, it better have fucking Tupac on it. I better hear every dead fucking legend there is on this album, bitch. How many years has it been? Ten. Ten bitch! Yo, I swear to God, I better die and be resurrected. I swear to God, Michael Jackson better, I, swear, I better hear something, bitch. I can't do this. Frank Ocean, get your shit together. Drop it today, or I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm just gonna get somebody to hack. What's, what do they hack? Uh, I, I don't know. He don't know. We going somebody go hack something, bitch. We gonna get this album. We gonna get this fucking album, right? We gonna get the. We gonna get it. We going He said yeah. We gonna get this album, bitch. I'm sorry for calling you a bitch, but we gonna get this album, bitch. Another one. Shout out DJ Khaled. Major key alert, you need to be listening to all of my podcasts. Uh, salute, Jumpman513, I appreciate the love, I appreciate the, the support. I don't really fuck with Jumpman by Future and Drake, but I get the sense that you had this nickname before that song was popping, because you, from the way you describe yourself as someone who went to school with Germicide, you're probably an older listener so i appreciate the support i appreciate you know the love we got the little thursday throwbacks army going on here um i'm approaching 9,000 listens my goal for the year was to get to 10,000 listens this year so we're gonna like howard dean said old school presidential candidate not really old school this is like in the past I don't know, past, not the past election cycle, but maybe like one or two before that. Um, Howard Dean, he did this crazy ass yell. So we're going to get to 10,000 plays. Then we're going to get to 20,000 plays. Then we're going to get to 30,000 plays. Ah! All right. That wasn't a really good Howard Dean yell, but I'm going to try again. He was like, basically running for president like if you're unaware or if you missed this story he was running for president and he was like you know we're gonna take over this state and we're gonna take over this state and we're gonna take over this state then he just said ah that was closer to what i'm going for here so yeah we're we're gonna get there to wherever i'm trying to get to i like i i really don't know my purpose for doing this show it's not to quote unquote blow up i just kind of and passionate about talking about music and you know getting the ideas in my head out and talking about older music playing music for people um if you hear crows outside of my window they're doing the they're doing the howard dean thing right here uh so today's episode is I'm working on the title while recording 
basically what I'm trying to convey is I don't believe Frank Ocean to be worth all of the hype. Is Frank Ocean worth all of the hype? Okay. What you heard at the beginning of the show, Jay Versace. Yo, this this dude is a I'm not gonna say he's a comedic genius, but like he's taken some things that shouldn't be funny and just made them very funny. Jay Versace is the young man who does the impersonations of like classic female soul singers. Uh, if you've seen like kind of you know dark skinned kid, I don't really know how to accurately describe him. Uh, I think he has like a gap in his tooth, and he's just dressing up like these soul singers and reenacting their faces while singing. And their you know, it's it's another thing that's very funny. But again, my point is he was roughly around the thirteen year old mark when channel orange dropped so i'm kind of suspicious slash skeptical about whether channel orange meant all of you know meant the world to all of these people i think and this is what i'm going to explore today i think Where's the album, Frank? Where's the album? Where's the album? Where's the album? I think this phenomenon has become a meme, if you will. I, th- I think it's become something cool to talk about. I think it's, it's become a hype beast sensation. Uh, you know, something to talk about. And I have a couple of theories behind that. I don't ever come on the show running around like a chicken with its head cut off, like, with no clue of what I'm talking about. Like, I work out these theories in my mind, I write them out, and then I present them to the world. So I have a couple of ideas as to why the Frank Ocean commotion. Yo, shout out Combat Jack. He had a caller that was shitting on him, calling him Haitian defecation. Is it, like, I don't remember which episode this was, uh, uh, I want to say maybe the Prince Paul episode, uh, but like at the end of the episode, he had like a caller that was like shitting on him for like interviewing a crooked cop at one point. And he called him Haitian defecation. So I'm saying uh, Frank Ocean commotion, just, you know, rhyming words. Anyway, I have a few theories as to why this exists. Why today people are so hyped. Number one. There is not a ton of great commercial slash mainstream R&B, okay? You have one of the, I mean, one of the better, I'll say two of the better uh, R&B releases in recent history, as in the past two or three years, have not been on you know, major labels, or even even if they had, like, you know, a little bit of major backing, like, they don't have tons of radio play, or tons of, you know, promotion, like, they don't get as much push as the, whatever's on the radio right now, whatever's on the radio right now, 
I mean, I don't listen to the radio. I don't fuck with the radio at all. But whatever's on the radio right now is probably something Drake related or yeah, like Controller, One Dance. I mean, I'm familiar with these songs. Like, my here's my thing with Drake. He's so big and he's so popular that I kind of just ignore it all just for the sake of not being annoyed and not being over bombarded and not being just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I feel like if you subject yourself to anything, like even if you like it, I'm not going to say even if you like it, but if you subject yourself to something that you're kind of like indifferent towards or something that you think is just okay like if you're not really passionate about it and you're subjected to this like 24 hours a day very quickly you'll be like you know i'm fucking tired of this okay so here's my thing with drake um based off of the three songs i've heard i'm never gonna listen to views because i'm just that uninterested but or i don't know if disinterested is the word but control is decent one dance is just whatever to me like i'm not crazy about it but last night or whatever the song is with rihanna last night i think i lost my patience that shit i'll do good to you that shit is kind of fire but I could see how someone could quickly be like, yo, fuck this song because I'm tired of hearing it. I've only heard the song like maybe three to five times. That shit is like actually kind of fire to me because I've... My exposure to it has been so limited, if you will. Anyway, uh, I feel like they're... So what I was saying was basically the whole radio is... Sorry for going off on all these tangents, but I feel like the whole radio is... Drake related or something loosely related to DJ Mustard to the sound he built or somebody biting off of DJ Mustard. Okay. Like there's so many songs that sound like Mustard and it annoys me. Like I don't hate Mustard. I mean Mustard was responsible for a modern day classic. And when I say modern day classic I mean like I don't know if I'll be playing this for like five years from now, but in modern times, it's like, it's timeless for this generation with uh, YG's My Crazy Life from 2014. Like, that's a great album, you know, primarily done by Mustard. So I'm not hating on Mustard, like, I I live in LA, he's the sound of the city, he's LA's, like, or he was LA's what like DJ Premier was to New York in the 90s. And I'm not comparing the talent levels or, you know, the timeless factor of DJ Premier. I'm, I'm just saying like the the magnitude and the level of importance to the cities. That's kind of what Mustard was during his reign. But what happens is you can be really good 
and I promise I'm going to get to Frank Ocean soon, shortly. You can be really good at doing your thing, but if what you do is simple, somebody else could just come and jack your formula real quick. I mean, it happened to... What was the brother's name? Um, He was doing all the Rick Ross stuff. Like, he's so out of here. Like, he's so forgotten about that. I don't even remember his name right now. Oh, shit. What was this guy's name? You know who I'm talking about. Fuck. Lex Luger, I believe his name was. Uh... His style was so popping and so, but like so easy to replicate that they just, you know, if you've ever heard Kendrick Lamar's Michael Jordan, that is a, an advanced version of a Lex Luger beat. Okay. Like they were just, I mean, it's a great song, but they were like, just showing like, yo, this is how easy it is to make this kind of a song. So that happened to Lex Luger. That happened, it, it's happened to Mustard. You know, somebody else can show up and say, oh, I can do this. And I'll charge you less than Mustard would charge you. Or I'll charge you less than Lex Luger would charge you. And, you know, let's just run with it because that's the sound right now. But, like, you can't, you can't easily copycat what Premier was doing. Or Dilla was doing. Or, well, you could try, but it wouldn't sound as good. You know, so... Anyway, I feel, yeah, I feel like the whole radio is based off of Drake and Mustard copycats right now. And if I'm wrong, and you know, I, I really wouldn't know because I'm just really not that in tune to the radio. So my point is, when there's no great mainstream R&B, like mainstream R&B is just at a total lack, people are going to gravitate to, oh, who's like the only big mainstream guy and i guess we've rewarded that to frank ocean and um back to my point the the there have only been two like really really good r&b albums that that i've come across in you know in modern time history or like timeless you know albums that i've come across in modern time history and that is the internet ego death and mind you, these are just my opinions when I say timeless, so you might not agree. But the Internet Ego Death and the Anderson Pock Malibu this year. Like, those are albums I feel like I'll be playing 10 years from now. But when the world at large is not exposed to those albums and that stuff is not getting the biggest push, people just think, some people just think, oh, Frank Ocean is the only thing that's worth listening to. Uh, the only one that's worth waiting for. Frank Ocean is going to be the one that, you know, to save us from, in the words of Q-Tip, to rectify music from interrectalness. Okay, so, let's see. See, it's just become like a meme. Uh, people that didn't, probably didn't even love Channel Orange people that just see everybody else talking about something on the internet they need something to discuss i mean i've i've heard some people describe the album channel orange as a soundtrack to a certain time in their lives 
it definitely didn't do that for me. Uh, it just is what it is for me. I mean, it's a, it's an okay album to me. It's not a, it's not remotely timeless. Because uh, I just listened to this album in preparation for this podcast. So there's a hype beast factor. People need something to be hype over. Okay. Uh, let's see here. There's the gay factor. I don't know what number I'm on. Like with the, with the things I'm breaking down, but it, but it's like there's no or people don't people are unaware that there's good R and B out there. There's the hype factor. There's the meme factor. And then there's the gay letter. Okay. I think that had a big impact on the hype surrounding this album. Okay. Of course, gay people have existed in R&B. There's been Luther rumors, Luther Vandross. Uh, rumors in the past there's been i don't know just statistically speaking whatever the numbers of the gay population are like percentage wise i'm sure some of those great people are you know have invaded the world of r&b and and that's perfectly fine so but he was like the first One to come out, and I mean, you got Tevin Campbell, you got Rasan Patterson, but he was the first one to come out, I guess, for this generation and say, like, yo, it's cool to be yourself. Like, I don't even remember what the letter said. I'm not going to go look it up, but it was awfully coincidental, you know, with, oh, let's release this letter around album time. Like, come on. I'm not, I'm me personally. I'm not stupid. Okay, I can't speak for anybody else. I'm not stupid. I saw right through it. It was a ploy. It was basically a a viral marketing ploy. Oh, let's get people to talk about Frank Ocean. Let's get people to talk about the album. So you got the, the gay letter. Then you have the fact that, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he has a pretty cool stage name. I think his name is like Christopher Lonnie Bro or something. And or Lonnie Christopher Bro, something I don't know, but it's a pretty cool stage name. It sounds cool and different to say to say the words Frank Ocean. It just sounds like cool, I guess. But no, cool don't mean he' about to drop an album worth waiting on. All right, so finally he is a beneficiary or a benefactor of the Def Jam Illuminati plan, okay? And when I what I mean when I say the Def Jam Illuminati plan is I don't know which album Boys Don't Cry is going to be. I don't know which label Boys Don't Cry is going to be released on, but Channel Orange was released on Def Jam. And when you have the backing of Def Jam you have the marketing behind you. You have the promotion behind you. You have the budget. You have just whatever it takes. Like I don't, I've interned in the past on the outskirts of the music industry, 
Okay. But whatever it takes to build your character, your name, your image, your everything, whatever it takes to paint you as the, you know, the cool person. Like Def Jam has kind of mastered that shit over the years, especially in this era where the caliber and I'm not dissing anybody right now, but the the caliber and the, and the strength and the, and the talent of a Def Jam artist is not what it was in the past. I mean, we could just say, you know, we could just break it down as simply as Big Sean. I mean, no disrespect to Big Sean. He's he's improved. OK, like there, there was a point where I didn't fuck with him at all, but he's he's definitely improved he showed sign he's shown signs of like yo i want to be an average working towards above average mc i mean he gets a lot of love just because and i don't mean to get off topic again uh but he gets a lot of love just because he's the brightest it's just an analogy. I'm not calling him a retard. He's the brightest mentally challenged person in the room. Okay? So say, you know, Kendrick is a Rhodes Scholar. J. Cole is a fucking Ivy League student. Uh, and I'm talking about like talent level wise. Drake is what do we what do we call Drake in the in the collegiate sphere, if you will. Drake is a fucking fuck it. Drake Drake is an Ivy League professor. Okay. So Drake yeah, Drake is an Ivy League professor. Uh J. Cole is an Ivy League student. Kendrick is a Rhodes Scholar. Big Sean is the smartest mentally challenged person. Okay, he's a high functioning mentally challenged person and and but that gets a pass because it's like you know everybody else is like dumber than big sean you know on the mic every all the other big people are dumber than big sean so he shines just he gets he gets the he gets the award for you know being the smartest guy of the whatever kind of people So my point was Big Sean is not as talented as Jay-Z was, okay, at his height, if you will, and, but he's on Def Jam, so he gets that, that push, and he gets whatever it takes to make you a cool damn artist, you know, in, in the eyes of the world, like, I don't know the, the inner workings of the music industry and how exactly, you know, they can shape and mold you and you know where to put the money and you know what calls to make and what business moves to make to to make you into this cool person but that's why frank ocean gets you know or he got to you know where he is on the strength of above average r&b that just 
but he was on Def Jam, so he's he's good. So finally, like twenty five minutes later, uh, discussing the album Channel Orange, it wasn't that good. Okay, I just played it in preparation for this show. Uh, thinking about you is fire. Super Rich Kids is is pretty pretty heat rock. I mean, Sweet Life is is phenomenal. I feel like Sweet Life is probably like the standout of the album, but Super Rich Kids is fire. Even though um, it's just you know Benny and the Jets by Elton John. It's just like played in a different key, basically. And if you don't know what Benny and the Jets is, uh, that's Deep Inside, the sample for Deep Inside by Mary J. Blige. Speaking of Mary J. Blige, Wifey and I recorded a Mary J. Blige episode that you should go listen to. It's pretty, there's some pretty humorous points in there. Like, I listened back to that a couple of months ago and I was like, wow, I'm like a funny motherfucker. Anyway, Crack Rock is kind of, kind of heat. Uh, let's see here. Monks was he? So that's like five songs. So there's Monks, Crack Rock, Super Rich Kid, Sweet Life, Thinking About You. Um, uh, yeah, but for the most part, I didn't give a fuck about a lot of what he was singing about on the album, if you will. So that's one thing to look at. But I'm going to play here a couple of songs from Channel Orange. Let's see here. What what should I play here? I guess I'll play Super Rich Kids and uh, Crack Rock. I guess since Crack Rock is like semi-relevant to the times that we live in i think he was talking about police brutality and and whatnot on there and we'll be right back too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce too many bowls of that green no lucky charms the maids come around too much Parents ain't around enough Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar Too many white lies and white lines Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends Start my day up on the roof There's nothing like this type of view Point the clicker at the two Prefer expensive news New car, new girl New ice, new glass New watch, good times, baby It's good times, yeah She wash my back three times a day This shower head feels so amazing We'll both be high The help don't stare They just walk by They must don't care A million one, a million two Too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms The maids come around too much Parents ain't around enough Too 
many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar. Too many white lies and white lines. Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends. Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. Real love. I'm searching for a real love. A real love. I'm searching for a To what you can't imagine We are the Zanny Nash and Caddy smashing Braddy assy Maddie snatching Daddy's jagging Use this shit for batting practice Adam and Annie thrashing Purchasing crappy grams With half the hand of cash you handed Panic and patch me up Pappy done lashkied us Toying with raggy hands And Mammy done had enough Brash as fuck Reaching all these aqueducts Don't believe us Treat us like we can't erupt yeah. We end our day up on the roof I say I'll jump, I never do But when I'm drunk, I act the fool Talking about Do they so wings until it suits I'm on that ledge She grabs my arm She slaps my head Cause good times, yeah Sleep if some or slip or fall down like 60 stories And some don't end The way they should My silver spoon Is me good A million one A million cash Close my eyes And feel the crash Too many bottles Of this wine we can't pronounce Too many bowls Of that green, no lucky charms The maids come around Too much Parents ain't around enough Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar Too many white lies and white lines Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends Real love, ain't that something real? I'm searching for
alone In the middle of Arkansas With a little rock left in that glass stick You used to date a blonde You used to hit it raw Cause she was and you are madly involved Madly involved It's in stones In glass homes You're smoking stones In abandoned homes You hit them stones And broke your home Crack rock, crack rock Crack, rock, crack, rock It's in stones In glass homes You're smoking stones In abandoned homes You're hitting stones And broke your home Ooh, Ooh. Crack, rock, crack, rock You're shucking and jiving, stealing and robbing To get the fixing that you're itching for Your family stopped inviting you to things Won't let you hold the infant you Used to get a little up from time to time But the freaks ain't trying to sleep with cracky It's in stones, in glass homes You're smoking stones in abandoned home, you hit them stones and you broke your home. Crack rock, crack rock, crack rock. Cricket cap, that cap. How much dope can you push to me? Cricket cap, that cap. No good for community. Fucking picket shots. 300 men will search for me. My brother get pops And don't know I'd hear the sound Don't know I'd hear the rounds Ooh, sound Don't know I'd hear the shouts Ooh, shouts Don't know I'd hear the sound Don't know I'd disturb the peaceful riots Don't know I'd disrupt Nirvana Don't know I'd wanna blow the high So, in efforts of getting you off of the fuck shit, getting you off, when I say the fuck shit, I just mean the Frank Ocean meme, if you will, here are, we're gonna do something like, since y'all are so married to the idea of, oh, Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean, when is the album coming out, when is the album coming out, when is the album coming out, since y'all are so married to that idea, we're gonna have a wedding all right, here, we're going to do something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Okay? So, I'm going to give you four songs that are alternatives to shit you should be rocking with instead of Frank Ocean. Instead of worrying up, worrying your heart to death every day about Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean. When is the album coming out? Something old. 
Olmac and Womack, baby, I'm scared of you. Uh, I don't know what else to say. This song is a fucking jam. Okay, uh, I, I tried out the rest of the album. Uh, the rest, the rest of this album is not really fire to me. I don't remember the name of the album, but I downloaded the album. Like, yo, this song is so fire. Like, there gotta be something else, you know, worth checking out. But this shit is a jam. It's like a disco. It's like a late. Like, I think disco was, like, dead in the water by the time this song dropped. But it was it has, like, a disco feel with some soul in there. This song is so fucking fire. Oh, my God, Bass God. I'm recording this on Bass God's birthday. Happy birthday, Bass God, August 17th. Anyway, here goes Baby, I'm Scared of You by Womack and Womack.
So we did something old. We're going to do something new to, you know, to get your mind off of the Frank Ocean hoopla. Unfortunately, I can't say the name of this artist or the name of this song because it's not out yet. Uh, there's an album that's coming out in late September, you know, that I've been given some access to, and I'm, and I'm on my Beavis and Butthead breaking the law, breaking the law. All right, I'm playing a song here. Can't say the album. I mean, if you're like deep with ten toes in this music shit, like you might know from the sound of the the artist's voice who it is and what the song is. I mean, if you were to hit me up like behind the scenes, if you heard this and be like, yo, what is that? I'd let you know. But yeah, I can't say the name of the artist or the name of the song because the album's not out yet and I'm not supposed to be sharing none of this with the world. But it's something new. Uh, It's something you should look out for in late September. Here that goes.
something borrowed. And this is all in the hemisphere of the R&B realm to try to, you know, get your mind off of whatever your mind is on. Okay? Regarding Frank Ocean. Something borrowed. I don't know how this is pronounced, but I'm just going to say drugs or it's it's I know he's talking about drugs on here, but it's the remake version of the Anderson Pac. If you've never heard Anderson Pac Malibu and you're like overly concerned about Frank Ocean Boys Don't Cry, like yo, Kick Rocks, honestly, because Malibu is a fucking masterpiece and I don't think I highly doubt Boys Don't Cry is going to top that. So, uh, Droogs. This was the remake of a, an Anderson Pac song from, I believe that Anderson Pac album was called Venice, uh, that that was on. Or, I don't, I don't know which Anderson Pac album that was, that that was on, but, yeah, this is from the No Worries EP, and it's fucking fire. And I say something borrowed, because they did some sampling, it sounds like Aaliyah's in there somewhere, Sounds like just, uh, I mean, it's produced by Knowledge, who is somebody who borrows from other people's shit to make bangers. He borrowed from a Layla Hathaway song to make Home for Kendrick Lamar. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, here that goes. Fuck. She don't ever spark. She don't ever stress me. We don't ever talk. She don't ever spark. She don't ever spark.
Obligato. Here that goes. If you've never heard it, I mean, I did something old, something new, something borrowed, and now I'm going to do something blue. You know, really, I'm just doing... I'm just finding a way to weave in dope music since I don't feel like Frank Ocean has made a ton of phenomenal music. Here that goes. J. Della Obligato.
So there you have it. Get off Frank Ocean's dick. Let the man release music upon his own schedule. When he's ready, the album will be out. And the album will be the summation and the grand summary of whatever he was able to come up with. Like, stop holding your breath just, you know, for this album that might not even live up to all of that. I mean, it's, it's impossible for the album to live up all of the hype at this point okay so i'm gonna take it about here for the day um you know i mean i respect frank ocean his music i just think he's a little overhyped by way of the hype machine i mean he he's never from what i've seen he's never really been on his own dick i mean he's he's the byproduct of two hype machines coming together okay there was the odd future hype machine which i was a willing part of i mean that that fell apart but for a minute i was a willing uh part of that hype machine with oh tyler earl they can you know do no wrong there was that hype machine and then there was like i said the def jam illuminati plan uh once they push you as an artist onto the world it's like yo this is the dude we got to talk about okay and you know that's it I, oh i'm sorry i also forgot uh the what album was that watch the throne that played a a fair role in in his hoopla and hype okay he was the guy on no church in the wild and uh sweet baby jesus who made it in america and i, I guess that played a, a big role in in his hoopla and in his hype as well but i think he's a good artist with the potential to be great one day and 
people are hyping him like he's already great and like his whenever his album drops it's gonna like fuck up the world where I, I just don't believe he's that good I'd love to be surprised and I'd love to be shocked uh and I'd love to be wrong about this like nothing pleases me more than phenomenal music but I just don't think he's worth all of the hype I respect him again he's a good artist I just don't think he's as good as y'all are hyping him up to be okay or he I mean from what I've seen he hasn't presented anything to the world that's as good as y'all are hyping him up to be okay so I'm gonna take it up out of here for the day I don't really have a lesson for the day thank you for the support everybody but yeah just let that man do his thing on his own time and his own schedule alright talk to y'all soon tell a friend to tell a friend this has been another one I'm always working on you know trying to get new guests for the show trying to get a wifey back in the hot seat uh, we have an episode planned to be recorded soon hopefully and you know just look forward to me doing this and staying consistently on it all right talk to y'all soon peace <laughs>